Okay. You did it. We're drifting. Yeah. Looks like. So many cords. We have some lo-fi redundancies in place for our new equipment upgrades. So many cords. I was worried that the electrical grid here might be an issue. It's definitely better than the old spot, but with this much F-Tech, I wasn't sure. Plus, we need to reroute a lot of it so it doesn't create any awareness we don't want. We've got VHDs running. I've encoded Iris with some aircraft utilities optimized for node mappers, metasploit vulnerabilities, and integrated hydro kits to the entire assembly, so it should be good. So many cords. You ready? Do you see any benefit in us talking before getting into the letter? We can talk. This is one of those lifetime transitional moments. We have a new home. We're both coping with mutual loss. Our relationship has recently changed, and we aren't talking a whole lot outside of these casts. We don't have a new home. I meant that we both live in a new place. I understand what you meant. I understand what you meant. But this isn't that. We made a decision in spite of everything to do this together. Yes, to do this together. We had to move because people knew who we are, IRL. We had enough money to make this happen quickly. But we did it because we had to. And we're still doing the letters because it gives us information and builds upon our voice, which we hope will keep us from being framed as plague-carrying zealots until we can figure something out. I understand that, but we live here now. Maybe not for long and maybe out of necessity, but this is where we live, together. If we were on a vacation at a pod or a hotel, like back in the day, we wouldn't call it home. It's a stop on the road to somewhere else. We left right after the cast and never went back. We didn't give ourselves a chance to say goodbye to the life we made there. That doesn't seem all that important to me at the moment. I'm surprised you care. Why? Because you're so convinced I never really loved you? We are being tracked by every media organization on the planet. They didn't even need a warrant to make us fugitives. You and I haven't talked about Jude. Right now, it's your brother that concerns me. Did you see his manifesto? I did. Did you know? Know what? Did you know? No. You know I haven't heard from him in years. I didn't know. I bet she knew. All this time, she probably knew. That puts us in as much danger as anything else. I still can't believe that he... that he could be this person. All the people that have lost someone to the harvesters. All the mothers who don't have him in front of them, but would be just fine with blaming you for all of it. He was brainwashed. My mother... That might have meant something when we thought he was just a lost kid, dabbling in pseudo-religion and expanding his intellectual horizons. Now he's... What do they call it? Messiah of the First Circle. What does that even mean? They believe that there will be three cycles that will signal the end times and the return of Jesus. Jesus will express the Trinity through three separate prophets manifest through him. The first cycle, the plague one, started with COVID-19, and he's the chosen prophet. He's not the only one claiming the title. Oh, well, that's comforting. His company, at least. Put your name in it. This fucking divine terrorist blueprint. He attached himself to this frenzy by putting your name in it. You're angry. I don't want to talk about you. I don't have anyone else to talk to about it. About him. Then you need to figure something out. For the record, just so it's been said, I'm not angry at you for being angry. Kind of you. I'm not angry. I've just shifted my priorities, and you needing something that you feel like only I can provide is no longer one of them. 
But don't you think you need to talk about him, too? I don't. A platonic candidate announced she's running today for the party seat. Aaliyah Abadi. She said she is making Jude's state-sanctioned murder the cornerstone of her campaign. Her office left dozens of messages. Did you talk to anyone? No. I didn't know who she was or why she was calling, but if I don't know you, you're not getting me on a line. She might be useful. She's going to lose, so I don't see how. Oh. You've had a peek at the algorithm? I think it's AOC's time. Our specs seem to disagree. They don't know everything, but I'm glad you finally started paying attention. You were right. There's a lot to learn from what's going on behind... You were right. There's a lot to learn from what's going on around us. We can't afford to be blind. I have to tell you, though, I was really confused once I opened up the filters and started reading it all. Confused by what? You never mentioned all the activists you were engaging with, all the people that were personally affected by our story. They're our biggest constituency, by far. It felt heavy-handed to try and convince you to take a peek under the hood because of all the people that were depending on you, on us. I didn't know how you'd react with that at pressure. I honestly didn't like thinking about it. Didn't? Jude was alive then. He isn't now. I think I understand. Will all of this new stuff help you find her? I don't know, honestly. All that preparation amounted to nothing. She's smart, and she has the algorithm. It was a long shot. It was overly optimistic. Did you find out anything, or did you still not want to talk about that during the drift? It doesn't matter now. She thoroughly ghosted, and none of what I have makes much of a difference. She's fairly squeaky, nothing much in her name, no legal troubles, just a few friends, most of whom she hasn't talked to in months, some years, a niece who works in media, no real hobbies, a confidential patient list that I haven't cracked, and no traceable transactions. What's the niece's name? Nichols. Beverly Nichols. Did you reach out to her? She's media, and they haven't spoken in years, best I can tell, so no. I don't think it was too optimistic. It was a good plan. It just didn't work out the way we hoped. What has? Are you ready? Yes. It's from Uncle Joseph. The lawyer. He was a lawyer? Yeah. Why? He was just so funny. Did you have a crush on Uncle Joseph? Did you have a crush on my mom? I'll read. Today is a history lesson in Barack Hussein Obama. After the last four years, I am concerned that when today becomes days of yore, there won't be anything left of his legacy. So I want to set the record straight for my beloved nieces and nephews about my president. Graduations couldn't take place this year, so the second best basketball player of all time, this is not a vote or an opinion, nor will it have changed by the time you get this, LeBron James 
got a group of people like Lena Waithe, Malala, the Jonas Brothers, Yara Shahidi, Bad Bunny, Pharrell Williams, Megan Rapinoe, Ben Blatt, all together to celebrate the class of 2020, congratulate their accomplishments, highlighted their challenges, and encouraged them in all of their future endeavors. But the piece de resistance was my petty president, Michelle's husband, the one and only Obama. I don't know what it's like for you now, but hearing anything from the White House these days is an exercise in getting punked. You're constantly pinching yourself, wondering out loud in a room by yourself, did this motherfucker just say that? And watching the press thrash about in repetitious dismay, but nobody actually says what we're all thinking out loud. Is this motherfucker okay? Can't be. Something is really, really wrong with this dude. Get him removed and rehabilitated. So to hear the English language spoken with clarity and coherence from someone of the high office felt a little like waking up from a dream. Familiar, welcome, but a little discombobulated. It's like being in the desert for weeks, hallucinating about water. And then when you finally get some, it's like, I remember it was good. But was it always this refreshing? Why is my skin glowing? Is that water too? Ash be gone. What is that taste in my mouth? Is that nourishment? And your thirsty ass just guzzles it down because you don't know where your next cup of clean, free, replenishing water is going to come from. And he gave it just a hint of flavor. Nothing over the top. Not a Kool-Aid packet and a pound of sugar. No, just a hint of fresh lemon. A wafer of cucumber. Maybe a basil sprig or some shit. This brilliant fool said, these leaders y'all got now ain't leading shit. Don't know shit and ain't shit. You want to sing and dance and chest bump, but you don't want to spill no precious water, so you listen. And before you know it, you in the tripod headstand with lotus legs and don't know how you got there. All relaxed and strong in your core and whatnot. When he was done, he left you with that lingering caress of empathy. You'd been starved for. And you remember that truly great statesmen are meant to inspire more than they are designed to deliberate. The dream dissipates and you are back to reality. America, a third of all global confirmed cases, a quarter of the world's deaths, and only 4% of the global population. Texas, 1,800 new infections, the highest single-day increase thus far after the governor allowed the state to partially reopen weeks ago with plans to announce new openings today. Washington, in six weeks the White House has dismissed four separate oversight heads designed to monitor corruption and abuse within government. And in Germany, Britain, Poland, Spain, and Israel, anti-lockdown protests led to arrests and more importantly, almost assuredly, more infections. There was this video from Japan that showed a bunch of people sitting down to dinner while one of them covered his hands in an invisible paint that would show up under blacklight. It's a buffet. 
30 minutes later, the lights go off and everyone sits there in the neon dark, confused about the stains that are everywhere. What the fuck are y'all protesting? Obama gave us eight years of decency. I'll leave it to you, my scholars of tomorrow, to discern for yourself how you felt about his legislative accomplishments. I have some serious qualms with a lot of it, but the depth of sincerity provided by that man's leadership transcends any political preferences I may have personally held. And my hope is that in our lifetimes, we all get to share in something so beautifully flawed as a human being doing their best to represent humanity to the world again. I love that. Do you agree? Which part? The most important part. LeBron, of course. (laughs) Old heads always want to put Jordan above him. It's sad how tied we are to the illusions of childhood. Like, numbers just don't matter. Like, math. I won't argue. Wise. What? To all within the sound of my voice... You are not alone. We suffer and rise together. What was that? Inspiration. For me.